Welcome to this week's Greenside Up. This is Richard Henschel with the University of Illinois Extension Service. And again this week, I'm sitting across the desk from Russ Higgins, uh, our agricultural educator here in northern Illinois. How are you, Russ? I am great today, Richard. Good. Uh, we were talking about a great many things last week uh, to, to kind of start our little series off here for the year. And um, you mentioned the uh, abundant crop that we've had a couple at least last year and maybe uh, a year or two before. Um, but w I really haven't ever heard or, or listened to a report about how 2016 ended up. So what were some of, the, some of the typical yields we got last year? 2016 for central and northern Illinois was truly an outstanding year. If we look at the state as a whole, our average uh, for corn was 197 bushels per acre. Our average for soybean was a new record yield for the state of Illinois at 59 bushels per acre. I had mentioned specifically central and northern Illinois because if we were able to cut out southern Illinois that just had excessive rain in 2016, last year undoubtedly would have been a record year in production, uh, even more so for corn and soybean for the state. As a matter of fact, we have several counties in the state that had the highest yields for a county across the country, and that includes Payette County, which averaged 71.3 bushels of soybean on a county average. Illinois, by the way, was the top producing state in soybean in 2016. And Tazewell County had a corn yield of 236 bushel on a county average, and that was surpassed only by two smaller counties in California that irrigate their corn. So really some remarkable production uh, took place last year. So when it averaged 236, there had to be some higher and then some lower to end up there. So somebody had yields even higher than 236. There were, there were reports of corn yields over 260 bushel on an entire field average. So it really was remarkable. One of the things that we're starting to find out though is everybody is having good yields and uh, because of that, uh, we're starting to move into a period of time where our commodity prices are driven not so much by demand, but more on supply. And when we get the chance to visit with Dr. Gary Schnitke, our economist at the University of Illinois, he shares that for a price turnaround to actually take place, somebody is going to have to have a poor crop year. And in all honesty, it probably has to be in one of the I states, <laughs> Illinois, Indiana, or in Iowa, Iowa. Uh, that produces all the corn and soybean. Very interesting. So um, so you just kind of shared it, but that's, that's uh, right now the price projection part of this is uh, uh, kind of like us as a homeowner. What do you do with all the tomatoes in August? We've got more, we've got more product than there is a place to, put, to, to sell it or eat it or preserve it or whatever. So corn beans the same way then. Despite these almost record yields, uh, the margins are, are razor thin. Uh, um, the, the projected income with the current prices um, really are, are either very low or non-existent in some cases. Yeah, I know last year, uh, just before harvest and you were in here, you had, you, had, you had mentioned then that there's a possibility that they're out there going across the field harvesting those crops with very low expectations of, 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 good, of getting a good price. Right, and, and sadly that's continuing into uh, 2017. 
Uh, hopefully we're going to get a weather market uh, or some news from production uh, elsewhere. But apparently the South America uh, soybean crop came in uh, really in pretty good shape. So uh, we don't have that news to buoy the market. So now it's going to be on the North American crop. Interesting, interesting. So besides uh, the, uh, the South America crop that you mentioned, where else is our world competition? Well, certainly China is, is a large uh, producer as, as well as Europe uh, uh, produces a lot of oilseed crops. Uh, because of their northern climate, they don't do a large production of corn. Uh, South Africa is coming into the market as well. Uh, but really, South America certainly is, is a large area for soybean production, and they're starting to get larger in corn production as well. So uh, we certainly watch the Americas as far as production reports. The other interesting thing is, is corn, and soybean for that matter, uh, is starting to spread to a much wider area than just the Corn Belt. And now there's a, a tremendous amount of corn and soybean acreage, even as far north as the Dakotas, uh, which uh, was not the case previously. So uh, there's a tremendous production area uh, that has to be absorbed. So we're going to have to figure out new inventive ways to consume corn and beans or... <laughs> or find another export market somewhere worldwide. And that is, that is worked on uh, by the, the associations. Uh, quite a bit of effort goes in that direction. Yes. So in Illinois, we certainly have the Soybean Association. We've got corn growers. Absolutely. And then there's probably those on a regional level as well as maybe a national level that work on that? Both those organi organizations are associated on a national level. Uh, they work at finding new markets and new uses uh, for their respective crops. Well, this is uh, I'm waiting to have my car seats made out of corn byproduct or something here down the road. So we have some new markets. I, I hope that I hope that really does happen. Um, as as you again from here in northern Illinois all the way down to southern Illinois, when we um, look at crop production and things of that sort. Um, um, what I guess what made uh, these phenomenal yields possible last year? The rains at the right time, the right temperatures, a lack of uh, disease or insects. Something had to kind of go away to allow that yield to happen. What do you think uh, caused it all? Well, year in and year out, we certainly talk with farmers on everything that they can do from a management perspective, and certainly things that they do will have an effect on the final crop, but we're the first to admit that the most important thing on any given year is normally the weather, and uh, you could even zero that in a little bit tighter, and it's moisture. Uh, if you're limiting on water, despite everything you do, uh, you're going to have uh, a limited yield unless you're one of those rare individuals who actually has an irrigation system. And that's, that's uncommon in Illinois because of the normal rainfall we expect. Uh, we have had rainfall when we've needed it. We've had comparatively cool periods in July and August where we've had extended grain fill. Um, we've had, at least for the last two years, almost ideal conditions for crop production. Mm -hmm. So as I would, uh, I guess, perceive it, uh, we get all these good corn hybrids coming out and they have the potential of, of uh, these kinds of yields. Right, so certainly one of the things we don't want to uh, ignore is the fact that uh, the genetics have 
certainly come a tremendous tremendous way okay and the yield opportunity we have is just fantastic wonderful russ as always here we are at the end of the show i appreciate it uh that you've been able to make it into the studio uh this is richard henschel and russ higgins university of illinois extension and we'll be back again next week